Hey guys, Alexis Grace here. So I just wanted to take a few minutes to tell you about Grexley's Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash Grexley, you can help support Paper Cranes and all of our other Grexley podcasts uh, by supporting us and the different tiers. So we have three different tiers. The first one is Grexley Green. That gives you access to the GrexCast, which is a monthly conversation with members of the Grexley community, and it's hosted by Adam Stone, who's our head of creative. You can also unlock text posts that are produced by every podcast in the Grexley community, including me, and you'll be the first to know when our merch is having a flash sale. Our second tier is Grexley Blue, which will unlock behind-the-scenes photos and videos, and it will give you the chance to vote on different content. We'll also mail you a free Grexley sticker in our famous blue box, and you'll get everything from the previous tier, Grexley Green. Additionally, if you subscribe for Grexley Gold, which is our tier 3, We'll add your name to the masthead at grexley.com. You'll unlock digital extras from original art to bonus episodes. We'll send you the free t-shirt of your choice from the Grexley store, and you get everything from the previous tiers. So if you consider helping support us in heading over to our Patreon, it's patreon.com grexley. Thank you so much. Today, I have a super exciting guest. I've actually kind of uh, heard everything that he's had to say since I was really young. Um, he used to do videos and post them on his Facebook, and so I kind of grew up listening to that. Would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> Thanks, Alexis. Yeah, my name is Father Gerald Souza. Uh, right now, I'm I'm a priest of the Archdiocese of Boston. I serve as the administrator at Our Lady of Fatima in Sudbury and St. Bridget's in Maynard, so two churches. Uh, all right, so Father Souza, would you like to tell us a story? Sure. So we're going to step back a little bit in my history to high school. So I'm a freshman in high school. I'm sitting in Mr. Golden's history class. Mm -hmm. So this is many moons ago. I remember the classroom was set up with a horseshoe sort of configuration. He would teach from the uh, the middle. We had our seats. It had the hard backs and the hard chairs. And then um, in his classroom, this isn't my story, but it's I think it's kind of interesting. He had a um, a clock on the wall, and then underneath the clock there was a sign. And the sign was actually kind of funny. The sign said, time will pass. Will you? So, I don't know. <laughs> That's the, uh, that was, okay, so my story is I was sitting in class one day, and I'm ashamed to say that he was a better teacher than I was a student. Um, but I remember he would, you know, he'd be teaching, and every now and again he'd make these little offhanded comments or remarks about different things. And I remember once he said, I'm only concerned about my salvation. And I was a freshman. I didn't know what the word salvation meant. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I don't remember anything else really from the class, I don't think. But I remember sitting there, and when he said that kind of throwaway line, like it, it captured my attention. And I thought to myself, wow, what is salvation? Yeah. And if Mr. Golden is concerned about that, is that something that I should be concerned about too? Uh, so I think that was a, a little thing. But around that time, I was beginning to have a sort of a, a spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the um, the little things that, I don't know, helped wake me up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, I mean, I feel like even for me, like growing up Catholic, um, you know, the idea was always like, well, you want to go to heaven. But like the word salvation was just not necessarily something that was ever explained. Mm hmm so, yeah, I think that's really interesting that, like, your experience was the same. And now here you are, and you're a priest, so, like... Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so, 
growing up and like through high school, were you like, were you raised with faith or were you more of an outsider? Yeah, I would say somewhat of an outsider. My family would go to church faithfully at Christmas and Easter, <laughs> maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less depending on the um, on the year. So I went to Catholic school. So like the church was always something that was present, Yeah, kind of like a grandfather clock didn't work anymore. It was It was there, but it didn't really, you know, it was a venerated institution, but it didn't so much have an impact on my everyday life mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. Until about like when, you Until think? later that year. So my freshman year, so if I could, so my, um, yeah, so that summer, so my freshman year, I had a group of friends and every year from this group of friends, they went on this thing called the Steubenville East Youth Conference. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, it seemed like they had an awesome time and, and I was thinking to myself, wow, I, thought, I wonder if I can go to that. And my, my thought process was this. It wasn't that, that deep, but my, at the time, my family owned a seafood restaurant. So the summers were like super busy. We were always working, doing dishes and all that. And I said to myself, if I can get invited to go on this conference, I can have a weekend <laughs> off of work. I can hang out with all my buddies. Um, you know, Maybe in the background, I had some questions about God and, and things like that. And then the, the final thing was, I figured since it was church stuff, my parents wouldn't say no. <laughs> yep. And they didn't say no. So I, I, I went to that retreat that summer. So I think that was between my freshman and sophomore years of high school. And for me, that really changed my life. I don't mean to yeah. be overly dramatic. But when I was there, I remember they would just say things. And I was like a sponge. I sucked it all up. And I just knew, like, they would say things. And immediately, I just knew that it was true. Yeah. Like two, two, two big things that, that jumped out at me from that time was first that the, the speaker was going on about something and he said, um, you have to go to church every Sunday. And I remember thinking to myself, that seems reasonable. And he said, if you, know, if you didn't know this before, okay, no big deal, um, but you know now, so you go to church every Sunday. Yeah. So from that weekend, I started going to church, going to mass every, every <laughs> Sunday. But the biggest thing, um, the biggest thing by far was I, when I was there, I learned about the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. Mm. Um, if you asked me what the Eucharist was, maybe I would have said the body of Christ, maybe not. But really, I just would have thought it was bread. Yeah. I didn't, like uh, somehow I missed that. Um, didn't claim to be the sharpest tool <laughs> in the shed. Uh, but I remember we were there, and at the time it was under like a, they had this, like 2,000 kids there, it was under a big circus tent. And one night they had adoration. There was a giant monstrance. They had like a spotlight illuminating the um, the monstrance. I remember there they gave us, when we were under the tent, they gave us like these little squares of um, carpet to like kneel on. Yeah. <laughs> it was so painful. <laughs> and uh, But I remember kneeling there, and I remember looking at the, the Eucharist, and I remember just sort of saying, or I guess really praying in my heart, are you really there? Yeah. Are you really there? And I didn't get like a, a locution or anything like that. <laughs> Um, but I knew deep down that he was there. Yeah. And he was there for, for me. So when I go to church every Sunday after that, I, I'd kind of, I'd wait for the moment of consecration when the priest would hold up the, hold up the Eucharist and I'd sort of say that same prayer again. Mm. Are you really there? Are you really there? And I think you know, that's kind of how my faith life really kind of started and, and grew. Yeah. It's crazy how like little things like that can really just stick with you. I know like, a lot of kids that I've seen go like to these conferences like Steubenville and like they never really seem to know 
exactly what to expect, but they're like, oh, all my friends are going, so I'll go. And then they come back, and they're just like, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. Right, right on. And now, since I'm a priest and I have a parish, we are, for the first time, we're bringing a whole group of kids on the same conference this year, so I'm really excited about that. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so good. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing with me, and I hope you have a good rest of the week. I'll be keeping you in my prayers, and especially those kids on their Steubenville conference. Thank you. Awesome. Take care. God bless. Thank you for supporting the Paper Cranes podcast. To listen to more like it, visit grexley.com. And to support our Patreon, visit www.patreon.com forward slash grexley.